It's time for another episode of Play Action Pass, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Right, welcome back to the Play Action Pass podcast. The, uh, we're the Tom Brady of podcasts. We sort of retired, we come back from retirement, certainly not the best ever podcast uh, by any stretch, but maybe the <laughs> retirement and unretirement is the Tom Brady link, very loose. Joined as yeah. always by Tony and Rob. Um, I'm not going to try and butcher their, uh, their full names. How are you doing, boys? Not bad. Nice to be back. It's been a while. Is, Four yeah. or five months. I was going to say, it's it like, um, like the New Year's countdown party, but we've missed the countdown. We're, like, we're talking about like rookies and things. It's, we've missed the draft. We've missed the, all the... Uh, Free all agent. the speculation, the free agency, and we've just come for the after party, which is when everyone's sick of talking about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that teases up perfectly, Rob. I mean, what a better way to approach this topic of rookies than, uh, than that analogy. But yeah, it's good to see you, boys. Um, I hope you've been spending the downtime, you know, getting clued up on rookies. I know, Rob, you've been sending plenty of trades out in Dynasty. Um, some fans- Someone's got to. I get a sense you don't want Cortland Sutton. I don't know what it is. I thought you liked him. That's why I kept going back to him because I thought you liked it. Because you said you liked the offer and you said it was a strong offer. So I thought, oh, he's keen on him. But, um, I am keen on him, but you know maybe, what I'm like. Maybe so, not. Got about a three-month lead time on responding. <laughs> I was going to yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so right, let's get into it then. So we're talking about rookies. Got a list of 10 sort of general consensus top 10 rookies if you're not looking at super flex. No surprises with the first name out the ad's going to be. Um, and then you guys just speculate on what you think the production's going to be, where you've seen them gone um, in your rookie drafts and where you might take them in redrafts. So starting with Bijan Robinson, uh, Tony will come to you first, as is often tradition. What do you, what do you say? Oh, okay. I'm saying, yeah, so I'm kind of glad you said his name first because I think he is the clear <clears throat> top prospect in this class, regardless of position. Um, regardless of format, I would say as well. Uh, and I, I, you know, a running back that goes that high in the NFL draft, you are looking at top end production from day one, I would say. Um, and if you look at the fit that he's in, Atlanta, um, really good, really good young players around him. The likes of, I think Ritter looks okay, you know, good enough to, for them to vouch for another year at least. Uh, Drake London and Kyle Pitts. They they got and and their offensive line is incredible at Atlanta actually. So you know they've invested in that again in this draft to, to strengthen it. I think he's in a smash spot really. Um, and we still don't really know what Ridders kind of checked down. You know how many patch cat, uh, catches he's going to pass because we haven't seen enough from from Ridder if he scrambles around and looks downfield first or, or checks it down to the running back. But I don't think that matters considering. Atlanta again, five or six yards a carry. Um, with Tyler Algier last year, you know that's going to go to Bijan. He's going to be used. There's going to be no split. So uh, I think it's high-end top top production from the get-go with him. I don't know if we should spend too much time on Bijan unless Roberto thinks otherwise. I certainly do not. <laughs> I think that would be a hot take, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I think if anyways, the other thing I think we were going to talk about was the um, where you would take him in redraft. So the, I've heard yeah. a lot. A lot, I listen to a lot of content, and some of the mm-hmm. some of the numbers I'm hearing are pretty spicy. So yeah, I was interested to see what you. Where, where yeah, you I think uh, so. Any PPR league, 
Um, him and Eckler are a conversation wherever Eckler's going. So I, I would have McCaffrey as the as the clear still number one. Um, and I would take probably the two wide receiver. Well, Jefferson probably definitely. But I, I think he's in he, he's close to one point one oh five, one oh six in redraft, just off the top of my head. Um and it's a conversation probably uh, between him and Eckler. Um so I'm in that range. I think one of five. I wouldn't. I don't think I would put him in the top four or five. Probably one of six feels right to me. Um, it. I probably would go him over Kelsey, but Kelsey would be up there. Uh, in redraft, in a normal redraft league. Nice well, you. Uh, you're doing that. You take me. Yeah. Well, we we do half PPR, but yeah, I I'm not sure I'm that high. I'd probably say more towards the back end of the first, maybe like eight to 12 i don't know if i can go that high on a rookie he might come you know because if you look at taylor probably not as good as a prospect a similar he was dreadful for the first nine ten weeks and then he came good late on so you know if you're taking your first round pick for me i want absolute guarantee you know if they're on the field that i know they're going to produce you know jefferson's your chases your Uh ecklers and all the rest of it but kelsey so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I probably have him more leaning towards the back end of the first. But, yeah, you're right. There's not many running backs, you know, that you know, Brees Hall's injured. You've got Kenneth Walker sharing now. So, yeah, so he's going to move up because of that. But I don't know if I can take him top six, top seven. I don't know. I think that's too, uh, too high for me. But we'll see. We'll see when the uh, draft rolls around. We'll be holding you to that one, Rob. Let's move on to uh, WR1 then. So, JSN um, at Seattle. Great uh, wide receiver core there now. What are we saying? Rob, we'll go to you first on this one. What are, you, what are, you, what are your expectations? Yeah, so he was, um, he, was the, huh, he was a clear number one wide receiver come, the, come draft time. I think he fell off, the, fell off a little bit before the, the combine. Um, you know, he was fantastic in his first year as a, as a, I think as a freshman in college. So, you know, he's got all the attributes to be a great, I suppose people are classing him as a slot. Maybe he's a slot Z type player. Um, the landing spot for me, I don't know. It's not. It's not great. It's certainly not the best landing spot short term. Um, you know, we're, we're sort of leaning towards redraft this, you know, as opposed to dynasty now. But um, for dynasty, I, I mean, I only look two year window, so he would be quite lower lower down for me as far as would I want him on my squad. Um, and then yeah, I think he's going to catch. He's, you know, he's going to have some looks. He's, he's going to be the number three. I don't think anyone can turn around and say he's not going to be, you know, he's going to take over Metcalf. He's going to take over Lockett this year. Um, I'd be very surprised if he did. Um, they're going to get theirs. And they've been pretty split down the middle, those two, for the last four or five years. So um, I think, yeah, I think he's a safe wide receiver three. Uh, he's probably like a Tyler Boyd, maybe, as a good comparison for this year. When Tyler Boyd had a, you know, he had some good games. With Chasing Higgins, so I think um, that's the sort of position I put him in, and then I would take him in redraft. You know, he wouldn't be somewhere high on my list. He probably for me, I would take him probably round nine, eight, nine, maybe ten. Um, you know, if one goes down, then yeah, he might get some wide receiver two production, but I certainly wouldn't be taking him in any of the top six, seven rounds for me. Any anything further than that? Well, I I think he's. By far the best wide receiver in the draft, not not close. Yeah. So so, I think in dynasty, 
he is undervalued right now, big time. And his value is only going to go up from this day. So if he's going five or six in Superflex, or if he's going, uh, you know, if there's a clear, clear tier break between him and, and a few others, um, I think that's, that's, that, that gap's going to disappear because I think the talent's going to win quite quickly. Lockett, I mean, landing spot could be a lot worse. Gino was, Gino was really good last year. Um, I know they want to run the ball. They drafted an end around and back. We know that. But but really, it could have been a lot worse in a crowded wide receiver room or with a with a quarterback who's not that good. Um, you know, people throwing out Green Bay as, as the perfect landing spot. Well, we haven't seen John Love do anything compared to what Geno Smith did last year. So I, I kind of disagreed with that. Um, so yeah, I think this is as lowest as value. I agree with you that this year redraft, but I think as of next year, I think it won't be fast. It won't be sorry. It won't be. It'll be quite quick how how he rises up there and they realize how good he is as a wide receiver. Um, who's he take? Who's he taking? Like, I don't think Matt, Metcalf's not a target target hog. Never has been. He's an end zone target hog though. If you look at his yeah, end zone, I think he was one of the highest fine. in the league last year. So where's yeah. he getting his protect? So. Yeah, you say he's not going to get any lower than this, but if he has a mediocre season, which he's probably going to have, he's not going to go up though. So no one's going to be like desperately wanting him next year because he's had, let's just say he puts up 600 yards. Well, Lockett's 32 next year. Yeah, but Lockett's tied in for another two years and he's got good money. So, you know, Mm. the only way, the only way he's going to sort of go well up is if one of them falls off, like like you said, like Lockett, or they they cut him. But is he going to be, you know, if he has a, as I said, mediocre rookie season, I don't think he, everyone's going to be rushing out. I've got to have him. I've got to have him like an Armand Rancid Brown type finish. Well, yeah, that, that's him. exactly what it could end up like. Well, he, yeah, but he had no comp. We said this last year. He had no competition. Yeah. So I, I don't know if he'll have that. If he does, then great. You know, he's going to be obviously, you know, everyone will want him. But I think if he just has a, a wide receiver three type season planned out with the other two role playing, then. I don't know. I, I think it's great. I, I think it's a great prospect. I but great. I just think, um, I think with Dynasty, we, I think people have different windows. Don't they? I mean, for me, it's two years. I don't care after two years. I'll have to, yeah. I'll, I'll reassess it then. If you're looking four or five years down the track, yeah, absolutely. He's 21 years of age. Lockett's not going to be playing in four years' time. Um, but it's, you know, for the next year or two, is he going to be, is he going to be worth the draft pick where you, where you have to take him? Um, that, that, that's, that'll be my pushback. And also, just on your redraft chat, I think he's going to go higher than round nine because he has he is a wide receiver handcuff. You said about Tyler Boyd, but I I don't there's usage. Not, I meant usage. Yeah, not, not, I know. Not what talent, I know yeah, you're trying to usage. say. I know you're trying to say, but Tyler Boyd would never have the ceiling, even if one of the others go down. Whereas JSM would. That's there is a big difference there. Um, you know we've seen Tyler Boyd. He just comes in. It maybe falls in that back end wide receiver too. If one of them misses a game, I think Chase missed it. Missed obviously quite. Uh, he was on IR last year, wasn't he? Um, yeah, and I don't remember there, Tyler yeah. Boyd being um, a must start. For, well, maybe he was, but he wasn't great anyway. I think I think JSN would be if one of them missed. No, I've had more 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 with Tyler Boyd. Where if you go in his early years before they they drafted Higgins, yeah. that's he's that type of player. I think you know he can yeah, splash yeah. runs. He's obviously a lot better prospect. You know, no, you know, not confusing. He's Tyler Boyd, but yeah, yeah. but no, I think yeah, it's um, it's it's hard to predict this year for him what he's going to do. I think I would take him round. I'm not saying he's going to go in round nine. That's where I would take him. But yeah, you're right. He's probably going to go round seven, six, seven. Someone's yeah, gonna... seven feels right for me. He's a he's a good handcuff receiver who might turn it on at the end of the year 
nice. Well, fa- the way Fancy Pros have got him ranked, they got him going around eight. So yeah, you 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 there with that. Uh, let's move on to RB two. Go to this list. Uh, Gibbs to the Lions, obviously set off a, a reaction that led to Swift going to the Eagles, um, which caused a, a lot of chat in the in the dynasty space. Tony, we'll come to you first. First of all, what are your speculation on the, the production for Gibbs this year? So I I think he's gonna I think they're gonna use him heavily. Um, now <clears throat> I don't think they're gonna use him in the run game. Um, we saw that last year. So Swift was clearly the better per touch player than Jamal Williams, but they just did not go away from Jamal Williams at all. So I, I think it's literally going to be the same spit for Russian. Maybe obviously Gibbs get a little bit more, but where you'll get insane usage really is in the catching, and we all know that catching um, passes is more valuable. So I cannot see a world where Gibbs doesn't touch the ball 10 times a game or or maybe even, you know, as a minimum, that is absolute minimum. Catching six passes a game, I would say, as a, as a kind of average, which is high for running back. And we could be in the kind of Kamara role uh, where he was going, obviously, first round in dra- um, redraft leagues uh, if he was to, to show anything on the ground, which in between the 20s he does. Now, he is going to come off the field. I don't think, I think the goal line, He's going to stay with Montgomery. He, he will be the last year's Jamal Williams where he had insane amount of touchdowns. But that's going to regress anyway, uh, as we know. Um, they're missing wide receiver. Jamal uh, Jameson Williams is suspended again. So the receiving core is Amon Ra St. Brown, Reynolds and Marvin Jones as the first three options with Raymond. And none of them are good. You know, Hawk, uh, not Hawkinson, the tight end is a rookie, sorry, Sam Laporta. So it doesn't feel any any kind of strong receiving options behind Amorasa and Brown, which just tells me that Gibbs is going to be on the field uh, a lot as a rookie. Um, he's perfect to take as an RB2. And, you know, I I would have him over Jackson Smith in, in Jigma because of the early production, as we just talked about. Um, and I think you could sell him pretty soon after that. That's what I'd be looking to do in Dynasty Leagues. So I'm taking him everywhere, basically. Nice. Well, yeah, I disagree. Um, I, <laughs> I do, don't get me wrong, his tape and, and watching him in college is, is, is incredible talent. However, he's, he's 199 pounds um montgomery is not, yeah montgomery is not jamal williams montgomery is a is a proven running back um, last year he's still, he still good though so he's on a much better offense he's got a very good offensive line this year the, the bears were terrible they lying last year you see he's going to catch six catches a game that's a hundred yep. for the year he's not going to get nowhere near six a game he's not absolutely not a chance six targets probably no and he's not having half the running rushing attempts my my my, my point is i think you've you 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 wait you're way too high on him for this year. I think Montgomery is going to take a large part of this game. They, they signed into a three-year contract, a really tasty contract. They did draft him number 12. Mm. No, one's, no one's debating. They like him a lot. But I, he's a pure, for me, he's going to be a purely a third-down back. I think Montgomery will still get his for the third-down work. You're right. I agree. Montgomery's going to get most of the goal line work. Um, so for me, you probably have a decent season, but certainly I wouldn't be taking him in redraft in the first Four rounds, I wouldn't take him. Where did 
Swift finished last. So let's think of the usage last year for Swift and Williams. Do you think Gibbs will be on the field more than Swift? Well, yeah, because Swift didn't play. <laughs> yeah, Swift. But he didn't. He didn't play. But yeah. what you're missing is I'm not. You can't compare Jamal Williams and Swift because it's not the same. Tra- not, it's not the same I'm not, tandem. No, I'm not. Okay, fine. Those two. Okay, fine. Jamal fine. Williams and Montgomery. You mean? Yeah, because Montgomery is like streets ahead of Jamal Williams as a player. Streets ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're talking about David. David Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah. yeah. Last year was was not great. Their was team, all right. Their line right. was terrible last year. Well, I'm just saying you can't okay. Jamal Williams is a, a plodder. Where do you think plodder. Swift finished last year in 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 don't points look, the game? Just, oh, yeah, just tell me it. overall rank. And oh, you overall. told me he wasn't on the he wasn't on the field. Where do you think he finished? Well, as an RB, RB PPR, yeah. four yes. PPR, all okay. standards. Okay, so RB, I would say probably RB twenty. Yeah, and you told me he wasn't on okay. the field. Yeah, well, twenty's not great, Dan. Does it? <laughs> it's, no, it's you just told me he wasn't okay. on the field. He did, yeah, he he's hardly. He missed, yeah, he how many missed games three did he miss? Uh huh. Three. Okay. He missed three games. He wasn't on the field, according to you, and I think I agree. What yeah. I'm saying is, Gibbs is going to play more than that. There's no way he finishes less than RB fifteen in my eyes. Look, maybe I. Okay, maybe you're talking. Maybe you've seen somewhere where he goes round two or three. So you're you're completely coming from the other way. But if he's on the field more than Swift last year, he will score more fancy points than Swift in my eyes. Because he's, he's going is he, the top. Is he a better prospect? He, he's not even no, a better I don't prospect think he is. than Swift. I don't think he is. So, but, that's, yeah. that, but that's not the point. They, they didn't like Swift. They didn't give him any opportunities. No. What I'm saying is his opportunity is going to skyrocket compared to Swift. There's no way mm-hmm. they take him top 12 and play him like Swift. I don't know. He'd have to do. I mean, Swift was very good one when he had, when he played and he had the touches. He was good to be that good. They hated him and then Gibbs, sold him for. They did, yeah, because twenty five. Yeah, the problem was because yeah. he, he wasn't very good between the tackles. They just didn't like him. He missing holes. They they just didn't like yeah. the way he run. But as far as when he got the ball in his hands, Gibbs will have to go someday to be a better pros, you know, better player than Swift was in a touch. I, I just think, yeah, I just think the the community as a whole is very high because he was taking twelve and comparing him a lot. To Bijan, whereas Bijan is going to be a full three-down no, role. No one's doing that, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, John, well, that. you'll see Gibbs. I mean, a lot of people are taking Gibbs. Yeah, like you said, second. Some some people are taking him second and early third in 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 uh, in draft. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think he's a great play, player. But I just I think you, I think people are forgetting Montgomery's going to have a lot of work. I'm not a huge Montgomery fan, but he's he's street. As I said, he's miles ahead better player than um, than Jamal Williams this stage in his career. And you're right, they're not going to have that many touch as many touchdowns as last year. But yeah, again, you probably catch you. You like I said, I think you probably catch more like three balls a game. Um, what are you joking? I don't think who else have. is going to throw it to. Yeah, one. I, anyone yeah. else? Don't tell me a rookie tight end, please. I don't want to know. T- no, no, I was going to say, what's, what's Marvin uh, Jones? No, um, Jameson Williams will be back in week six, won't he? Is it week six? Five or no. six? Half week eight, seven, seven. Bless the bye. I think he's coming back week eight again. But that, <laughs> yeah, it's quite well, I'll, I'll take the under on. I'll take the under on six catches for sure. Targets. And I'll take, well, well, well don't targets. I don't want to know targets. How many balls he catch in a game? Four then. You say four, okay. four. Yeah. So, and he's playing 17 games. What's that? That's uh, 68. Yeah. I'll still take the ender on that. Oh, my goodness. Let's do that. Matt. Yeah. yeah I'm take, the, do that. take the ender on 68 catches. Yeah, I'll take the ender on that. They're going to be a lot better this year. So, they're not going to be having to dump the ball off. I think you'll find when, when Swift was playing they were early in the season. So, just, 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 just to were, let you know, yeah, high, we're, we're agreeing the Lions are going to be better high scoring. 
quite a high score this year. They'll yeah. have a lot more of the ball. Okay. Running the ball. They, so who in fantasy are you taking? Oh, Montgomery first. and I'm, no. Just oh, are you you're saying Lions are gonna score forty points a game. Because they're quite high. I just saying they're gonna be a better team. Yeah. I don't know. They'll be a better team this year. Better, better team line. than last year. Okay. So I know for a fact they had good fancy players last year, didn't they? They came they did. However, we are naming one in Amon Ross St. Brian that we're comfortable taking. Yeah, but he's a target hog, though. I mean, how many catches did he have? Yeah, targets last I'm year. happy to push him into the, the, the second. Easy. I think I agree with that. Definitely. But we're talking about a good team who's going to score loads of points, but you're giving me one fantasy starter, or you say Montgomery's a starter. Montgomery's a starter. Plug and play starter. Plug and play RB2. So who's going to finish higher then? Out of those two? Because we're going to have another bet. Half PPR. Yeah, well, yeah. I, only talk, I only talk half PPR. That's so fine. Let's, let's make that clear. We should always make that clear, Matt, when we have these discussions. <laughs> we don't play full PPR. We play half PPR, which is the best format. And um, yeah, if they both stay fit, I think I, I'm going to ask you Montgomery scores more points at half PPR this year. Well, yeah, he's not going anywhere near top three rounds. So there you go. There's a value. Oh, I wouldn't take like, him in the top three. I don't know. No, okay. So if Gibbs is in the top, in the round four, Montgomery, Matt, tell us where Montgomery's going, mate. Yeah, this, yeah, I know yeah. for a fact he's going round six or seven. Who is? Probably Mon- six. Gibbs, yeah. no, sorry. Nope. Oh, Montgomery. Yep. I'm going to find it. I'll find oh, where's it. Gibbs going? Give us them both. Yeah. I mean, I I'll... think Gibbs is going four. I think Gibbs is going four. And if he's not, he should be. So that's the round. I, I would know. take four, four, five Montgomery, I would take. Gibbs is going three. Oh, so that's, that's so, rich, okay. Rich and Montgomery's going five or six then. Perfect. That's where he should be going. Five. No, he, he shouldn't. You're saying they should be switched. That's what you're saying. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm saying none of them should be in round three. And I'm but, but saying you, I would take Montgomery. Minute, go back What's to that? the same same thing. You're going to score all these points. And we only take in Amarati. Not all these. Po- not round. all these points. I'm just saying he's going to be an RB two, and I'll take him in round four to five, Montgomery. Yeah. And I certainly won't take Jameer Gibbs. Before round five, I certainly wouldn't where's take any Montgomery of them in round Matt? three. <laughs> it's like, where's Montgomery going? He's going five. Montgomery's going five. Gibbs, yeah, Gibbs going three. So you so take him in the third said. round. Would you take him in the third no. round? Well, no. okay. So we're, we're, we're at least we're, on, we're a parity there. But yeah. I would take Gibbs over Montgomery. I, I think it's four. That's fine. Four going five, for the maybe. Well, yeah, half uh, rookie. He, he could be Kamara. He's going in top four, no. five. Yes. Why not be Kamara? He's not big enough to be Kamara. You won't get any of the. You won't get any of the. Ten times lighter. It's a lot. No, it's more than ten. I think it's two twenty. Only Kamara. But either way, he's not going to get as many carries as Kamara got. Kamara can be a workhorse. I can't see Gibbs being a workhorse. Well, they won't want him to be one. That's the whole thing. It's not whether he can. I don't think the Lions want him to be a three down back. But we'll see. Well, time is getting away, so we're going to have to have a part two on this. We'll get two more players in. Jordan Addison. Is your WR2 in this list? Land at the Vikings. We'll come to you first. I have missed this yeah. conversation between the pair of you. Oh, we, don't, we, we, normally, we normally agree on most things lately, yeah. but I think Monty to the moon, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, Monty to the moon. Just, yeah, I think just, it might be. Put some ice yeah. on that, Jimmy Gibbs. <laughs> so, yeah, Jordan Addison. Um, what are you thinking, Rob? Oh me, sorry. So so yeah, most people are saying that it's the um, the best landing spot for the rookies um, because they can see a clear path that he's going to be the number two behind Jefferson, help him out a little bit. You know, take away 
Jefferson's going to take away all the coverage. So he's going to have lots of opportunity to take the Adam Phelan role and get some good targets, which, you know, the narrative sounds, sounds right. Um, he's a good prospect, very light. I mean, I wasn't a massive fan of the wide receivers in the class anyhow, but again, he's another light wide receiver. But yeah, you can see, you can see if, if the narrative's right, you can see him getting, you know, 100, 110 targets. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good place for, for him. I, I think Dynasty, I think you, like I, the way I would draft them is you'll never have the ceiling to be a wide receiver one or a very high wide receiver one with Jefferson on the team. Unless people think Jefferson's going to take a step back or demand less targets, then, then Addison's never going to be in, in that sort of you know, top 12, top 13 uh, wide receivers. Now, people are going to say, oh, you can have the Waddle Hill scenario. But I think that's, that offense is a completely different offense, very explosive. Faderson hasn't got nowhere near the sort of, you know, legs that um, Waddle has. So, so yeah, I think he's a, he's a good, um, good wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside. Um, and in redraft, I would be more inclined to take him than I would Jackson Smith and Jigba for redraft half point PPR um, just because I, I know I get a bit more production, um, you know, safer production than I would with Jackson Smith, but, you know, as a talent, I don't think they're close, but, but I think, yeah, just based on the way the Vikings were last year, they threw the ball a lot. Again, they're talking about cutting cook any day now. So I don't know if the offense is going to change because I don't rate Madison very much. So, you know, I can't see them running the ball very well. So yeah, it'll, it, yeah, he's a good prospect, I think, and a, and a good, solid pick. Yeah, Tony, anything to add to that? Sorry, Sorry. Mute. lost you there, mate. It's obviously agreeing. I was going to say, I agree with you on this one. Wide okay. receivers, yeah, uh, there's not much to uh, disagree with that. I think... <laughs> I have seen some drafts with him creeping up to it, JSN, and I just think that's very short-term thinking. Um, but really, yeah, there's no wide receiver one outcome for him if Jefferson stays in town, which I think, they, you know, he's embedded into kind of like his culture now. They're not going to let him walk after his fifth-year option, so he's got a long way to go. Um, and Hawkinson had so many so many targets last year. That That's the person who's, who's going to get hit. And yeah, cousins is he is he for the long run? Don't know. So there's a lot of question marks there. He is undersized. He is very fluid. So you know he does he does use his kind of slight frame to his exact uh, advantage a little bit like Devonta Smith did. So uh, he will translate to the NFL, but as a number two, as a ceiling. Do you think he gets more targets? I was going to say, do you think he gets more targets in Hawkinson this year? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think uh, Osborne's not going to go away as well. So, you know, I think it might take time. Rookie wide receivers are rare, you know, rare to just go straight. And even Jefferson took four or five games, if I remember correctly. Um, he was getting dropped in redraft, Jefferson, week six or seven in his rookie year. So there you go. Okay, great. Let's move on to the, the final player we're going to discuss today. WR3, Quentin Johnson. Lands at the Chargers. Redraft. Forecast is uh, round nine. So, uh, Rob, we'll go to you. What are you saying about Quentin Johnson? Um, yeah, he's a tricky one. I mean, I've watched a little bit of his tape. Uh, I wasn't sure really what what, what he was. Um, like a sort of like a slot type player, but he's fast and tall. 
And people are all sort of saying he's going to be the next Mike Williams or he's just a straight replacement for Williams. I don't know if that's the case, but he's someone that I haven't drafted, not really would have been high on my board. Um, I think there was all this narrative again. I think it was a TCU the college team um, and all, all the TCU wide receivers never do anything in, in the uh, NFL. So again, it's all narrative, but I, I, I think um, you'll probably get some looks. Obviously he's got a very good quarterback. And I think if we all go on that basis that look at who, who the quarterback is, who's, you know, who's throwing them the ball and Herbert's one of the best. So he's going to get some looks. He's going to get, you know, some opportunity. You could probably see him getting, same sort of targets, I would say, as Jackson Smith and Jigba as the third, because I don't think Williams and Keenan Allen are going to go away this year. Um, they're not going to. I think there was talk of Allen getting cut, but he's not now. So, but you know, with those two, they never finish a full season. They're always, you know, they're they're those are always hurt. The two of them, you know, Williams goes up for one ball and he's out for the rest of the game. So I think there's probably some sneaky redraft value in him. I probably take him um, second behind Addison. Um, but I think he could have, you know, if they all stay fit, he could have a, a Jackson Smith and Jigba type season uh, as the number three. But, but yeah, yeah, pretty much, I suppose. Yeah, uh, so he is really interesting because he's a bigger, bigger wide receiver, but he's really good after the catch. And he plays in the slot with Reveto said. So it's, it's a bit strange to see someone that big um, move like that after the catch. He's really. It, it makes me think what, what what are they looking for in in uh, Los Angeles because he's not he's not a like for like replacement for Mike Williams. Let's just get that out the, out the out the gate now. Mike Williams really um, is just a contested catch kind of threat and really good in the end zone, which I think he is actually just because of his size. But after the catch, he can make people miss, and he's very strong uh, catch point. Um, he is. <laughs> His hands are a bit questionable. If you look at some of the other prospects we'll talk about, probably next time, they, some of them have got a lot better hands than uh, than Quinn Johnson. Um, I do agree with the redraft because uh, I think he's going to get on the field. You know, Josh Palmer, you didn't mention him there, but I think he has underwhelmed um, in his role last year. He had a chance to kind of really take off. That was probably his shot at saying, you know, don't draft a receiver this year. And he didn't come through with it. So, um I'm I'm kind of gutted that they didn't choose Zay Flowers in this spot, to be honest, because I think he would have been a slam dunk um, pick, and I think he would have challenged Addison, maybe even JSN, because you know uh, I don't want to put too much on landing spots, but I had Zay Flowers a lot higher than Quint Johnston as a kind of quick twitch receiver who can translate quicker in the NFL. He does feel like he could be a bust out of all of them. That's that's the only thing that's in my mind. Um, but yeah, redraft, I would have him second. So I agree with that because he'll get on the field instead of Josh Palmer. And I don't see much from Gerald Everett or or anyone else as a third receiver in LA. So, uh, you know, he's got Herbert thrown to him. Can't be bad. Who was the third guy that they that, that I took a lot in um, in best ball, but he got injured. He was their deep threat speed guy. Jalen Guy, Jalen Guy, yeah. So yeah, you'd think they would have replaced some. No, he's gone. But no, I was thinking yeah. they were going to replace. That's what they were missing. Speed. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Flowers, Flowers could have done a. It's really strange because I think reading about it, Flowers worked with mostly LA staff as well, and it just he, he was there to take. And he, he, it was the one spot after the Ravens took him, and I think a lot of people were very confused why. Um, but yeah, 
they obviously got a plan for him, you know, and uh, maybe Staley wants two bigger receivers on the outside, keep Allen in the inside, but which means that, you know, are we going to, uh, if he just plays outside, I think he's going to be a bust. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, yeah, so if his size, yeah. And that, that's, Keenan that's, Allen's a slot though, isn't he? He's not going to take the slot. Well, that, though, well yeah, that's, that's what I mean. So yeah. maybe if, if their plan is to keep two bigger receivers on the outside and Allen stay in the middle, I, I got a feeling he's going to be the odd one out and, and probably not shine. Because his, his speciality is making people miss after the catch at that size. And he's supposed to be very quick, but then I think his, his 40 time wasn't great. wasn't spectacular. Yeah. You know, it wasn't sub 4-5, I don't think, for someone. And he looks quick on the college tape, but you yeah. know, and he you know, plays quick, apparently. But I don't know. But the stat, you know, the numbers say that he's not as quick as, as that. So, yeah, I, I agree. He's a, he's a tricky one. I, I'd stay away from him drafting him. He's not someone I would... Not in, I'm not, sorry, in Dynasty now, rookie. Not, not in redraft, but um, he's not someone yeah. I would be looking at. Yeah, and in terms of that um, round nine spot, are you saying the later than after both of you? Uh, redraft, yeah, yeah, because you're gonna have you're gonna have the thing is with Mike Williams, he's very he does look like he he lost a bit last year, um, whether it be injuries down the stretch or whatever, but that 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 could be the turning point for him. He he, he could drop off a cliff, Mike Williams. So you know. Was if that was to happen, then obviously his uh, opportunity goes skyrocket. Um, so yeah, I, no, I'm okay with nine. I think in redraft. I'm just thinking of the other players who are in round nine. <laughs> We're into uh, lottery tickets by then, aren't we? Maybe I don't know, but round nine doesn't feel that outrageous for him. Yeah, bench depth, and he, I think, uh, wouldn't be confident in starting him anytime soon. <clears throat> yeah. All right, wicked. Well, that wraps us up then for the first part. We'll go again next week with the next five. I'm sure there'll be plenty of debate. We got the kids. Um, bets jotted down, so that'll be a good one to track through the season. Gents, where can people find you on Twitter if you're on there these days? Oh, I've ta- I have taken a break. I'm going to try and get back into it. Now we said that. So FF underscore lights out seven. Um, and over a five-year dynasty, I'm going to try and do some more things for them as well. Nice. Yeah, it'd be um, fun to see that. And Rob, where can people find you, mate? Yeah, I'm on. Well, I'm on at Team Best Ten, but um, yeah, again, I don't. Um, I just don't do much action on Twitter. Just follow, follow the good stories. Maybe you will this season. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. maybe, well, maybe. You're making bold claims on the first episode of this season for us, so you know maybe you'll take that to Twitter. Maybe. If I don't see David Montgomery on every single one of his teams, I'm going to come back to this episode. <laughs> this episode. Yeah, if he's in round five, I'm going to take him. He will be. Right, fine. Sort of. I'm excited to see him. I'll get... take him then. <laughs> and I'll win another year. <laughs> Redraft. Change his bar. You're narrative. Yeah, you're, you're putting me into the I love David Montgomery, but it's not <laughs> I love David Montgomery. It's I'm cooling in on Jimmy Gibbs. Yeah, we'll see. He's great, mine on, on the um on the on the college team. He's he's incredible. Oh, that's nice. He is incredible. <laughs> but at the, you know, we're not playing college football, are we? Well, we'll see. Uh, make an apology video at the end of the season based on how it goes. But yeah, until next week, gents. Um, have a good one. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. And uh, yeah, check us out on Twitter um, at Play Action Pass. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye.